Chelsea's fault. <laughs> okay, we're gonna start. Okay. All right. Hello, Chelsea. <laughs> hi, Shay. Okay. Um. So hi, Chelsea. So Chelsea, tell us a little bit about yourself. But before before you do, yes, I knew Chelsea in high school. Um, Chelsea is one year older than me. So when I was in grade 10, she was in grade 11, vice versa. We were friends in high school. Then we caught up like the other night <laughs> after 10 years, like 10, 11 years that went yeah. by. Um, so yeah, that's how Chelsea and I know each other. All right. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I'm a mom now. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. So two kids, one's two and a half and the other one's 10 months old and I'm in school for graphic design and it's fabulous and other than that I lead a pretty um like lame life (laughs) but I keep busy and yeah yeah, it was so good catching up with you amazing like I yeah even after 10 years I still can't believe that 10 whole years yeah but 10 whole years (laughs) and we talked from like 8 till 12 a.m seriously yeah and it was unreal. Yeah. It's just one of those connections that 100%. you can't, you can't even fight it. No. It's like it just happens, and we'll yep. be here for ten hours talking, and then we're like, "Crap, we have to go home." Yeah, we need to leave. <laughs> I have children. That's okay. They have a father. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to emphasize, there's a team here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we are gonna get into the questions. Um, so my previous podcast, we didn't have the questions because Shati wanted to have a specific topic. So we're going to get back to having the three questions. I'm so excited. Oh, I don't know if I want to like do the three questions, like tell you them or like ask you one by one. Let's do one by one. One by one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's the element of surprises there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, first question. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. If you could give a title to this chapter of your life, what title would it be and why? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Does it have to be like, could it be anything? Anything. Anything. I think euphoric. Ooh, say more. Euphoric. It would definitely be euphoric. So many things have happened that are so good and so happy. Yeah. So much healing has happened. So much growth has happened. There's just so yeah. much positivity that it, it's just like it's radiating. And when you sit in the middle of it and you like look around at everything that's happened in your life and where you're at, it's literally like a like a euphoric feeling. Wow. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I think that would be the only way right now, off the top of my head, I can describe it. Yeah. Like, it's not, what would you, what would I, you do? Why did I know? Answer? I had, I had that feeling, right. like we talked about, I was like, we know each other. We do. And we both did the, you guys can't see, we both did the Italian, like, the hand gesture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> this is what's hilarious, okay? Oh my God. Here we go. This is just, yeah. The this. other day, uh-huh. I came home crying from work because I was like, I can't believe I'm here in this moment of my life right now. Yeah. So it was yeah. like exactly what you're talking about, that euphoric, like, I came home mm-hmm. and I was just like, I didn't realize I was in a two-year deep depression. Yeah. And just kind of coming home happy from the job I love, 
which is between friends just saying best place to work um <laughs> little plug there but <laughs> but like coming home from a job i love being surrounded by people i love talking to new friends and just like this whole euphoric feeling like you're talking about and just being so aware of where you're at and just so yeah like, like being so aware yeah. and seeing everything that you've built yeah. for yourself yeah you're not just 16 and going through oh, hell anymore like yes. oh my gosh that's such a good such point. a good feeling it it's weird it's a weird feeling because you're like, I'm so proud of myself. I actually got to this point right? in my life. Because yeah. you never saw it. Never saw it. Nope. No. And you could not have imagined when you were 16 <laughs> that you would be where you are right now. <laughs> I damn well could not. Like, no. Oh my gosh. No. It's crazy. I think it's weird because, just a side note, I saw you before you were a mom. Yep. Like in high school. That was the last time I saw you. And then to see you a mom now. I know. It's It's... It's so cool because I'm like, I would never have, have thought accepted. like, oh yeah, like when I see her next, it'll be when she's a mom. Right? Yeah. I know. Amazing. I know. Like this is crazy. And everything you've gone through. <laughs> yeah. My God. I'm just so, it's kind of cool. Like seeing mm -hmm. somebody after 10 years and seeing yeah. everything they've gone through yeah. and seeing that they literally have not changed. <gasps> oh. <laughs> but. They've grown. Oh, and, nice. You know, they've developed so many cool attributes mm -hmm. and they have so much love for things that are not what they typically would have fallen in True. love with. True. Like, it's crazy. I love it. I think that's so funny because I was going to go into graphic design. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because like, we're yeah. not the same person or anything. <laughs> um, by the way, guys, Chelsea is also deaf like me <laughs> and yep. also wears hearing aids, so we're both yep. deaf have heart of sight as well <laughs> and we both yeah there's we'll get into that another time god did not want us to be able to have an easy life he's like you two are gonna be deaf and blind and also have mental like health issues <laughs> there you go oh my god it's amazing oh, yeah but yeah i really love your answer euphoric is so so relevant so relevant like, like just where we're both at in our yeah. lives right now we've hit that point where we're no longer adolescents. Oh my like, god, true. We're adults now. Yeah. And we can do whatever we want and build whatever we want and strive for what we want. And yeah. it's, I think that's the best feeling, like yeah. having that freedom. It's crazy. It's that's so true. I was thinking about that too. Like I before my home didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. And so now it does. And it's it's weird. Mm -hmm. It's weird because I'm for sure it is. right? I'm like I'm thinking, okay. Like, what am I going to do next? I know. <laughs> like, You're like, but the possibilities are endless. Yeah, like, like, I can do whatever I want. Yes. I, I love that. Like, when you're done with your psych stuff, yeah. if you want to go be, like, yeah. a chiropractor, you can go do that. <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's I weird. love it. Yeah, amazing. Know, it's so weird. Amazing. It's great, though. It is. It's really great. It's really great. I'm putting my hand in front of my mouth and, like, we both yeah. use our hands so much. We're always like, woohoo! Yeah. yeah, we will get a video of us sometime. We will, because it's the future. Because yeah. we're ridiculous. They need to, I feel like they could tell by our voices, though, like how crazy. I know. In a positive we way. We emphasize, like, the smallest of things. We do! I know. Yeah. <laughs> See? Prime example! Yeah, for And then whichever one emphasizes it, the other one kicks it up yeah. a notch and we're <laughs> It's just an uphill motion. It is. It really so is. So good. <laughs> okay. So okay. good. So good. Next question. Yes. So great first answer. Great answer. <laughs> great. 
Great answer! Right? <laughs> Round of applause! Second one is... Ooh, which one do I want to do first? Okay. Ooh. Okay, okay. Ready? So excited. Yeah. I'm ready. Knowing our conversation from the other day, I'm really excited for this. Oh. What would your child self not believe about your life today? That I'm healthy. Oh. Literally easiest, nice. easiest thing. That I'm healthy. I have healthy relationships. I have, you know, I'm a healthy parent. Mm. That's the best part for me. And I have someone who also is a healthy parent to do that with me. I'm not sitting there parenting the way I want to parent and then having to fight with their father and, you know, like be like, no, I don't want to raise my kids that way. Like we have such a good understanding of how we want our kids raised and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And having a healthy relationship with my parents and, you know, like you now, like yeah. we get this great relationship that we didn't have before and yep. it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I think just like my mental health and just who I am as a person and the things that, you know, like my mom did when I was a kid and a teenager mm -hmm. that I didn't want to repeat with my own kids right. and how I've had to shut those down and have a different understanding of just better ways to go about things. Yeah. You know, and like even with Lincoln, like sometimes he's going insane and he's mm -hmm. running back and forth and you know, he's dumping bins and he's being crazy. And my first instinct is to get like frustrated and angry. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. but who is he hurting? Is he Ooh. hurting himself or is he hurting someone else? That, those are the two questions I always ask myself. And it's like, if the answer is no, then why do I care? He's Damn. developing and he's growing and he's learning. Damn. Like, and it's great. And I didn't have that as a kid. It was all very controlled and very, mm. you just had to be a certain way, you know, and like be presentable. And even yeah. though he does have to be presentable, he's allowed to be a kid. And oh. I am like damn proud of myself for coming to that point in my life where I'm able to be that person for him. Wow. And for Carter. Like, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Just my overall health. It's insane. And I was having a conversation with my therapist, actually. Nice. And right? Always. We love a good therapist. I just, I feel like everyone could use therapy. Every single person. And you know what? Even if you don't think you have a mental health issue, you may not. You may be a very healthy person naturally. Mm -hmm. It never hurts to have a therapist. No. You go through things in your daily life yep. that suck. Yes. Like, even, we were just talking about, like, we both come home crying in oh, yeah. the last little while. Yep. And it's like having someone to talk to you about that and talk you through it, give you better coping skills. Like, you should always be growing. You should always be learning. Yeah. And it's, ah, uh, you just shouldn't stop anywhere because you're healthy, you know? Yeah. Like, you just, you got there because you worked for it. Yeah. Why not keep working Ooh. and see what you can do, you know? Ooh. Right? Like, yes. if you and I had just given up and kind of been like, well, this is the best we're gonna be. Totally. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> so true. <laughs> right? I just blow I just thought of all those times where you go through stuff mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, now I'm good, right? Like that high yeah. after you've worked through something. Yeah, and you're so proud of yourself and everything's good. Mm-hmm. But then what happens after? Normal life <laughs> events. Normal life emotions. And then you go, maybe I should book an appointment yeah. with my therapist and that's the right. thing it doesn't have to be all the time no even doesn't. if like i think it's dependent agree or disagree on like what you're going through of course but definitely agree. even yeah right like even if you're like quote unquote like in a better place mm -hmm. just okay mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt to even go once every like month yes. just to keep that like it's like going to the gym yes. it's like going yes. 
anywhere for your just physical health, mm-hmm. but you're going for your mental health. Yeah, so and that, it's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. It's so wonderful. And if you can, if you are one of those people that can commit to the gym, yeah, it's so easy to commit to therapy because you don't Damn. even do anything. You Damn. sit there and you talk. <laughs> so think about that for a minute. Just yeah. all of you think about that. If you can go to the gym, if you can wake up and go to work every day, mm-hmm. if you can commit to anything, mm-hmm. you can commit to yourself and your mind. Like, oh, it's, I know, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like, so true. So true. Like, everyone deserves that, too. It's not even about, like, doing it. Like, you deserve to be a happy, healthy person. Yes. And, you know, some people may never feel that. And yeah. it's it's unfortunate because it's mm-hmm. so good looking at the other end of things oh yeah and being like i cannot believe you know that i once was a toxic person yes and that i had like you know terrible relationships with people that meant nothing yeah and they were just there for toxic reasons and oh like Ooh. a good genuine relationship is, yep man it's just it's everything yeah right <laughs> we <laughs> i know I just, yeah, that's definitely my answer to that question. Damn. We're going to be here a while. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to. I'm trying not to elaborate so much on what you said for separate podcasts because that's so true. Like, everything you said. Everything. Um, yeah, like, the fact that you're being healthy, but you're being a healthy parent. Like, can we talk about the fact that you're a mom? You go to therapy. Right? Like, that's, that's what I think is incredible is the fact that you're a mom and you're going to therapy like not only is that partner yes supports that yes yeah oh right that you can openly talk about therapy too and literally yeah like that is not only putting success for you Mm -hmm. but it's success for your family because you're taking care of yourself and eventually like the biggest thing i think about it's Mm -hmm. not just success for my kids like one day they're gonna have partners yes and how they treat those people is going to be a direct reflection of how we've all grown up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want them to treat their partners with respect. Like, I yes. want my boys to know, like, like with me and Dylan, mm-hmm. there's no control. It's just, hey, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to a movie with so-and-so. And he's like, all right, see ya. Yeah. And, like, quick hug and kiss goodbye and I'm at the door. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. He lets me be that free spirit mm. that I am. He lets me do the things I want to do all mm. the time. Like, there's seriously no control, and it's wonderful. I, I mean, unless I'm, like, shopping, and I need to yeah. be, like, real dim a little bit. As we all. <laughs> hey, can I buy this $500? <laughs> oh, whoops, I already did. I'm sorry. Next time I yeah. won't. <laughs> Next time I won't. <laughs> but, yeah. and it's all in good fun, and, like, it's so nice having that relationship, too, where you can, you don't, like, fight. Mm. You don't fight. Yes. You just have conversations and communication. Yes. Right? And like, yes. don't get me wrong, I get heated. Mm-hmm. I'm a very hot-headed person. Like, when I'm passionate about something or when I'm just being plain old stubborn about something, yep. I get so hot-headed. Yep. And he's my calm in the chaos. Like, he nice. totally calms me down. And he's like, okay, well, let's think about this. Like, listen mm-hmm. to what you're saying. And he calls me out on my shit. Yep. And you need that. Yep. You need a person to call you out on your shit. Yep. And you also need that same person to be able to comfort you when you realize yes. you've been an asshole. Yeah. And he does that. Like, it's so great. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to have this relationship if I hadn't done the work. Because, I mean, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work out. Let's emphasize the fact that you just said 
I wouldn't be able to have this relationship if I didn't do the hard work. 100%. Because like, healthy relationships are more work. They are. They're so they are. But it's not... Like, the work is different. Yeah, it's, like, It's not yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Oh, right? damn. It's not exhausting. Like, you don't feel... You don't feel scared to ask if you can go out. And number one, you shouldn't be asking your partner if you can go out anywhere. You should be just saying, hey, I have this planned. Now yeah. I can... Now I'm going to head out. Whatever. Yeah. You, like, you should have your freedom. Like, you yes. don't lose who you are and your freedom just yes. because you're in a relationship. Yes. And if, you know... Like, if you are in a relationship like that, like, it might be time to kind of, like, reevaluate. And 100%. just go, do I deserve this? And Ooh. is this something that I want for the rest of my life? And is this something I want my kids to see? Exactly. You know, like, that was always my thing. Like, do I want my oh. kids to see me in a relationship like this? And if the right. answer is no, I'm out. Like, wow. I'm because, like, why would I waste my time? That's, oh, that's so true. But that's the self-reflection part that you get when you, like, take care of yourself yes. and you go to therapy and you're able to emotionally regulate yes. and look at your actions and see why you're yes. doing things. Like, yes. that's why I think it's so important because half of the time people think it's really healthy to fight in relationships. And I, I have to touch on that again because mm -hmm. Walter and I talked on that. Hi, Walter. But, <laughs> Hi, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Walter. Um, but it was... It was something he said. He said he was talking to his friend and his friend said, like, you shouldn't fight in relationships. Yeah. And I just all of a sudden had that realization where I was like, Steph and I never, ever fight. Yes. Are there times where I am also very stubborn? Yes, because mm -hmm. I get very angry about yes. things that are just wrong. Like, I just, yeah, you and I are the exact same. Mm -hmm. Like, there were certain situations with people where, they did something that really hurt me or yeah. really bugged me or hurt him. And you get angry. And I just get so mad. But it's like I'm mad at the situation. Mm -hmm. I'm never mad at Steph. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like I – it's like – You're more thankful for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like I just need to get like mad about this. But we know it's never yeah. – we're mad at each other. It's just mm – -hmm. it's okay to raise your voice. Yes. But obviously in a way where you, you are in a healthy – You're just when being you, assertive. Yes being assertive yeah. and you know like you're presenting yourself in a way where mm -hmm. you know your partner's gonna understand yeah. exactly how you're feeling exactly there's no mind games yeah. there's oh, no the like mind game. I'm fine I'm fine yeah. but you're actually boiling inside oh my god you know like there's none of that it's no. just this is how I feel I'm yeah. laying it out on the table yeah I need you to respond mm -hmm. in a way that's appropriate to the situation mm. and once you do that I can then respond and we'll move on yeah exactly that's so true and can we it's that like, easy it's it's funny because when you're in a healthy relationship you're not scared no like that's the thing is when you're in a healthy relationship you're not thinking like what if can I, I? like what's yeah. gonna happen if I do this or I know and it you know it doesn't have to be physically abusive that's no. the thing mm -hmm. mental and emotional abuse oh is just and people think they think all that like and this is of course like trigger warning if you go through mental emotional or physical abuse yeah. um i'll leave a hotline number in the bio yeah yeah absolutely trigger warning um and call that number like if you yeah. do call that number yeah and even even if you need to just talk to someone yeah like geez contact one of us yeah for real we'll, we will have anonymous questions for chelsea and shay yes oh we'll my set that gosh up. i love this we will I set that up it. because chelsea and i if you haven't noticed already we are very honest people mm -hmm. and even when it's really yeah. hard yeah and, you know like i politics is one of the hardest things for me because totally. i get very heated Same. as many people do right yeah but i just i'm so like 
pro-families and pro-choice and pro, yes. pro all the good things. And, you know, to have people that don't support that is, like, mind-blowing to me. It's like, how? How do you not support people just mm-hmm. being? <laughs> just existing. Just existing. <laughs> like, That's why? it. Why is this a problem for you? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Why don't you want, like, special needs kids to have funding? Oh! Right? Why don't you want, you know, families to have it easier with their kids? Like, and one of the number one things I absolutely hate Ooh. is when people call out parents and they're like, you know, you made the choice to have this child. Oh my God. And it's like, bitch. <laughs> yes, I did. Excuse the profanity. It just slips yeah. out like word vomit. Yeah. But like, yeah, I made the choice to have this child, but it does not mean that I should be suffering because your government decided to take things away you know like i cannot imagine being a parent to a special needs child right now yeah yeah having little to no funding and no supports for them yeah like how dare you yeah it's just it's so terrible like these kids need support Mm -hmm. i mean you want it better the next generation invest (laughs) in it like invest in the next generation it's yes. not complicated yes give them what they need to succeed like mm-hmm. look at what we have mm-hmm. like we're obviously like not so neurotypical but like <laughs> yeah we're we're pretty like straight edge there yeah and i mean we have therapy we have like activities that we can do we have outlets we yes. have creative outlets yes. like this podcast that you're doing totally so creative totally. i know and I don't know, I just think taking things like that away from kids, that's why I get so heated. I'm like, how could you mm. watch that happen and be okay with it? That's going to mm. affect you too in the future. Yeah. And then what if those people have a child who has special needs? Bite you right <laughs> watch, in the ass. Watch what happens, right? right? Then the laws change. Yeah, then yeah. everything right. changes. <laughs> benefits change. I, I know. I love that you said that because ever since working with Between Friends, like I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot. And it's yeah. really sad because I I, I, did, I had a blind eye to it. Yeah. I totally had a blind eye. Because it's not something that's like advertised or no. talked about. Because they're like, oh, there's a ramp here. We're accessible. Right. And as yeah. a person who doesn't have those needs mm-hmm. and as a person who may not know people who have those needs, you're yeah. like, oh, how kind of them. They built a ramp. Totally. Legitimately. And then once you work with these mm. kids and you see these families and what they go through, you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's a ramp. That's not the support to get them to be able to not use that ramp. That's not the support to be able to get them to, you know, like address their needs and maybe say, I need someone to help me up this ramp. Yes. Or things like that. Like there's so many small things that aren't being addressed and it's crazy. But, and the worst part is it comes off. Like that's the worst part is organizations, the government, people will come off like they are total advocates that they are people who 100% see the problems, they understand the problem. Then fix the yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Then actually do so. Right? Like, actually yeah. speak louder than words. We learned that all through high school, elementary, yeah. junior high, whatever you want to... Oh, true. You say you learned it. We've learned that our whole lives. And yeah. it's astonishing to me that people don't actually live by that. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to our relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, true. If we had not yes. acted on our issues... What would have happened? It would stay the same. If things don't change, things don't change. (laughs) Right? Literally, it's that simple. It's literally that that simple. simple. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's all so crazy. And when you're you're thinking about how much, just how much,
how many run-ins you've had with people who don't change mm. and people who they'll say they want to change oh my God. they'll say you know like i just i just need your help no yeah. it's not your responsibility to no. fix someone no yes it's not yes. your responsibility to beat topics like it's a dead horse it's not mm-hmm. your responsibility to sit there with someone every single day while they go through panic attacks. Oh, you know? damn, yeah. Because you and I, like, as we've talked about, we're very empathetic. And, yeah. I mean, if you were to yeah. sit there and have a panic attack, I would 100% mm-hmm. be in that with you. I'd be feeling those same things, and I'd mm-hmm. be there to support you. Yep. But, you know, for a healthy person, yep. that's okay. But if you're there with someone every day who's yep. either going through a panic attack or being narcissistic or... You know, doing whatever it is that is not healthy. Yes. You can't do that. No. For longer than a day. Like, you can't. You get sucked into it, Mm -hmm. and it becomes who you are. Yep. And that's not fair, because that's not you. I think what's crazy on that is that's the difference is you know when it's a healthy person Mm -hmm. like you're going okay you're having an anxiety attack Mm -hmm. this is the situation but i know that you're taking care of yourself i know behind the scenes you're seeing therapy i know you don't want me to fix you but i actually just recently let go of a dear friend of mine just for the time being Mm -hmm. because i had to say to her because it was since oh man when was it it was like 2015 to 2021 that we've been really close but she uh how do i put it in like trigger warning suicide Mm -hmm. but she had really horrible depression and anxiety and tended to have a lot of suicidal tendencies Mm -hmm. and so her partner and i would try so hard all the time to just help and to support and just be there what we can do for ourselves yeah and i remember just watching just how sad it was getting because it was going on for so long and i'll never understand that level of depression i will put that out there i don't know yeah i can't understand i know but at this in the same breath and in the same breath not but Mm -hmm. and in the same breath this is what i learned through therapy see how we talk we're very like i know aware of how we speak but um and in the same breath i had to think to myself is this healthy for me? Yes. And that was really hard because coming from, you understand being someone so empathetic, you're going, I have to be there. I have to be there. Yeah. I cannot let you fall. I can't yeah. let you feel this alone. My like, responsibility, yeah. like she's my, my this, my this, my this. But mm-hmm. I had to take a step back and say, this is actually causing issues because I was so empathetic to the point, Chelsea, where my anxiety became her anxiety yes. so or her anxiety became mine because yeah. her intrusive thoughts became my intrusive thoughts and i've never had that it was like intrusive thoughts about like let's talk about them because they're intrusive totally normal they're totally normal but oh, they're man. insane and they're yeah. scary they are. so she had intrusive thoughts about let's say let's say I don't want to say a real one, but no one knows. No one knows. But okay, so one common one is like you stab. You think of stabbing someone when there's a knife. Yeah. Like that's a very common one. You see anything around. Yeah, people people who don't have anxiety are probably like, what the fuck? Why the fuck (laughs) would you think about stabbing someone? Why would you think about this? You don't want to do it. No. It just is the first thing that flashes into your brain. Yeah, like worst case scenario. And then you're going, is this thought mine? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, if this thought is coming in my mind, it must mean that I feel it. There's another one too that's like if you're driving. Yes. And you yes. think about crashing your car. All the time. And you're like, what would happen if I just like whoop? Yep. And you're not depressed. No. You're not no suicidal, no. trigger warning again, sorry. 
Yep. And you just, you literally are just like, oh, that was a fun thought. But you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Did that mean I want to? Yeah, it's like, it's, and when you're, yeah. when you're hiking, when you're hiking, oh people go, with, if they're at like high heights, they go, I could jump off right now. Literally. Like these are healthy, normal thoughts. But what's not healthy is taking them on and saying, I am that thought. And perseverating yes. on them. Perseverating. Oh, that's what happened. Like it's messed. Chelsea, up. that's literally what happened. Yeah, I was like yeah. with my friend, I'll call her Patricia. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was getting Patricia's intrusive thoughts. I was literally so fixated yeah. on them. And then I yes. got in this really deep, dark anxiety spiral that I don't usually go to. But because, because like, what if she's right? Yeah, like, and then oh yeah, and then there was a time where she was like, Oh, it's because you have O C D and she just diagnosed me. Oh and that God. for me was like no, because you and I talked about this. I have a mm -hmm. lot of triggers with diagnoses yep. and people labeling me. And I just had a really hard time with that. So I was yes. like, okay, she's becoming very unhealthy. And, you know, this whole time she was unhealthy. Yeah. But I need to step away from my own mental health, from my own well-being, yeah. from my life, and because just wish her know, the best. A healthy person should be able to see what they're doing to another person. But that's, yes! Right? And yes. she didn't see what she was doing to you. And that's not a, her own fault, you know? No. That's a, the fault of her being able to get help easily. Yeah. Because I, I do believe that to get help when you're that deep into it is Ooh. still very hard. It's excruciating. Right? And yeah. it's not even just, like your own will that you're battling it's more our communities that we have and like mm. while it's coming out more like there's more supports coming out yeah it's just it still can be really hard to find it yes and you know for some people like finding something that's affordable <laughs> right and finding something that actually fits like not just seeing a different therapist every time you go because yeah. that would suck for me i wouldn't i couldn't you need a relationship uh-huh no you do you need to build a relationship with someone and i mean then you're going to another therapist, retelling them the whole story. And yeah. It's a session one all over. And they don't understand. No, they yeah. don't. Yeah. And, you know, that's why it's tricky because the affordable options mm. are often like that. Yeah. And that's not, I don't think that's really, it's not fair. I, I agree because there's free therapy, but I have always had some sort of like, this is how I view it. If it's free, are they actually qualified? Right. Because that too. like qualified professionals, this is the thing too with therapy. They charge out the they ass. They charge out the ass. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, that's for a reason. Because they're educated. Yes. Like you have to be honest. These are they professional. Know shit. They know how they, to help yes. and fix and do and yes. you name it. Yeah. They're there. That's why they're therapists. That's literally what they're like whole yes. life was devoted to but right. yeah i just find it's hard because people think oh if i need to th see a therapist i'm gonna just search therapy and then pick the first person yeah. i remember thinking to myself no like if you have anxiety look for an anxiety specialist yeah if you have um trigger warnings for assault if you had assaults in your life yeah find someone who's a specialist with whatever assault yes. that you had because that's the problem is I went to therapist for myself yeah. um and I did do that work like I went to an ADHD specialist but yeah. we had that conversation where yeah. I actually like really healed through a lot of that in ADHD so I yeah. don't necessarily have as much of it anymore mm -hmm. um but yeah I feel like you know what but with ADHD though like I I'm such a firm believer that even though like, it's not a bad thing. No, not I at really, all. Like, we would not be as bubbly no. and happy oh. 
and like brilliantly yes. creative as we are if we yes. didn't have ADHD. Yes. You know, and like your symptoms are so well managed because mm-hmm. you're healthy. Exactly. You know, and if you were going through a depression or if you were going through a mm-hmm. huge anxious phase in your life or if, you know, some trauma has recently happened, your symptoms would totally ramp up. That's exactly it, right? Right, because you're not mm-hmm. at a point where you're healthy enough to control those yes. and, you know, kind of work through them yes. and that kind of thing. And I don't know, I just think having ADHD is like the best thing that could have happened. Like it makes us who we are and mm-hmm. people that have ADHD are much more empathetic. They're much more like aware of emotions Everything. and, you know, things like that. And yep. It's, I, I don't know, I just think it's such a good thing it to is. have. And that's another thing that was never talked about, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you and I in high school. Yeah, yeah. We both clearly had ADHD. Oh, my, through the, through through the, the roof. roof. Through There's the roof. There's no two ways about it. <laughs> but did anyone ever stop and say, hey, you know what? This isn't normal to feel this yeah. way. Why don't we talk about, like, what's actually happening underneath the happy? You know, like, that would have been good to know that, everything underneath that happiness was being recognized mm-hmm. and was being uncovered by someone other than yourself. Because as Oof. a kid, teenager, you don't understand it. No, and your it's brain's like, already just developing. Right? Yeah. And you're going crazy already with hormones and mm-hmm. everything's just nuts. And I mean, like, even even with postpartum stuff, like, that's a whole other Oof. topic. Going through that and having your hormones regulate and everything change and just all of that it's a clusterfuck and you just find that symptoms of certain things that you carry like adhd they ramp up because you're so focused on other things Mm -hmm. that you're like oh crap i forgot that i still have to work through this other stuff right 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 and it's it's nuts like it's so much to carry as a person and that's where therapy comes in we love therapy <laughs> the title of this podcast should be we love therapy literally that's it just we love therapy yeah, we love therapy because it's so good yeah. god and you know one of my very 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 best friends mm-hmm. you know exactly who i'm talking yep. about she is so incredible like i have watched her go through oh my god mountains of shit and she's always every single time she's come out on the other side of it nice and like when I say like we're soulmates, like she was put in my life for a reason, and we've never left each other's sides other than you know a move, <laughs> which we don't approve. No. We don't approve of. <laughs> but you know, other than that, like yeah. you know, we've been so close, and watching her go through therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It was like I cannot. How do I find a way to cheer her on that's loud enough and proud enough? Like, how do you do that when you're so, like, ecstatic for someone in your life that you love so much for taking care of themselves, putting themselves first in relationships, not listening to people beat them down? Like, oh! That, okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, so proud of you. You know who you are. But Mm -hmm. can we just emphasize, I know I say that a lot, but can we just emphasize on what it's like as an outsider watching someone you love go to therapy like that's that's the thing is we can talk about what it's done for ourselves Mm -hmm. we can talk about how it's helped us and when you're an individual who goes to therapy Mm -hmm. but think about this when someone loves you and they see that you go to therapy that is like after watching you go through so after yes mental emotional physical whatever if you've spiritual if you've seen 
this person go through whatever you know they go struggle hell. hell and you see them go mm-hmm. i'm gonna talk to someone there and is I'm gonna no make myself better the choice like there's no better feeling my someone in my life who's really close to me mm-hmm. within my family said the other day that they want to go to therapy yep. and i just was like, like do it i was so <laughs> emotional i was you like scream wow you're so happy and that's that's the thing is like admitting that you need help oh it's wonderful it's the most attractive the yes, most it's desiring it is it's so sexy sexy like it's... if you're gonna admit that you're fucked up enough to <laughs> eat it <laughs> like damn that's a turn off damn it's so sexy when they need help like <laughs> literally but you know what every generation prior to ours yeah. has been so sweeping under the rug oh my god shove it fake down. completely you fake. know even my own father yeah and i god mm. i love him so much we have the best relationship but the attributes that he was raised with yep. in saying like when i was growing up You'd be like, you know what? If anyone ever hurts you, if anyone ever does this to you, you shake it off in one year and off the other and you move on with your day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. How the fuck? Oh my god, don't confront. Don't don't, don't say anything. Don't them. Don't say anything. Don't argue with them. Don't yep. like stand up yep. for yourself. Oh, but, but don't also do it don't. Yeah. But also don't. And, like, yeah, but- and make sure that you don't show emotions. I can't. That's so And true. I'm like what do you mean don't show emotions um sir like we have too many yeah. we have too many emotions yeah. i don't know how to not show them oh my god yeah you know so yeah. ah it's just it's fucking nuts yeah and how our generation has literally broken cycles so after cycles like exhausting i'm proud though yes. i'm so proud to yes. be part of this generation of a people. million percent Right? And even though the world is going to shit, <laughs> we're all still doing so good. We really are. Right? And if you feel like you're not doing good, but you're also getting help, mm. you are doing good. You are. Oh, let oh. Right? Because you're making those choices to better yourself. You're making those choices to not sit. I had, so a really close family member once told me, um, my boyfriend lost his grandma from lung cancer probably like three or four years ago now and it was a really hard time and I had a really hard time with it it was terrible like it was just it was tragic like it really was and it happened quick so after she was gone we were talking and you know I went into her house crying and I was like this is so not fucking fair like I don't understand how there can be a god and then this stuff happens I don't understand like somebody give me an answer like I just wanted a clean cut clear answer about why it happened but we're never gonna get that Mm -hmm. because it's not about the why it's about the how you get through it oh I don't know I just feel like with that whole thing she really saw what I was feeling and how deeply I was feeling it and she told me that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling Mm -hmm. it's okay to you know like feel super low it's okay to like hit rock bottom even Mm -hmm. but you pack your shit up and you don't live there. Oh. Right? And I was like, oh my God, that's fucking brilliant. Cause you know what? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Like you mm-hmm. you can feel whatever you're gonna feel. You can hit whatever rough bottom you're gonna hit, but don't live there. Yes. Like lift yourself up and get mm-hmm. out of that. Make mm-hmm. the choice. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I don't feel like people who say, like, you know what, this person won't eat here. I hate that. Because it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what that mm. person wanted. No. I feel what I'm feeling because they're not here. And it's normal. It's normal. It's fine. Right? Yeah. I know. And like, it's normal to feel these things. It's normal to feel a bit depressed. And oh, yeah. 
Like the five, seven, five stages of grief, whatever number. The five stages of grief. Yeah, five stages of grief. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know what? You go through each one of them and you don't have to go through it in any order. Mm -hmm. You, You bounce from like anger to accept and i don't believe acceptance is the last stage i don't either right? it's never it's never the last after acceptance you can be mm-hmm. angry again the next day yeah and you're like what the hell why did this happen like why did this person that i love so much just wow. like poof you know like yeah. oh my god it's crazy and knowing like having done therapy now mm. and having those coping skills to get through it to understand that you know what happens and it's a part of life and it's okay like it's literally the circle of life mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's cycle, sad. whatever <laughs> the circle <laughs> the cycle of life. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just it's deep shit it is you can't work through that alone you you have to feel to heal first oh. of all oh let's yeah yes yeah yes yeah yes. yep. yep. <laughs> i love that you do even yeah. though it's terrifying it is so i think this is the thing too is first of all um praying for Dylan that's really sad even if it was four years ago it still comes up right? it doesn't it does. feel like it but it also yeah. feels lighter once it you does. handle it it's like that's the analogy what was it something in oh, is it sand or water I'm sure you've seen it but it's like grief is like a jar of water like at oh first it's not God. heavy but the longer you, you hold, hold it, it yeah the heavier it gets and mm-hmm. I feel like that's with any emotion Anything, that's yeah, any emotion and also there was a quote on grief that killed me and it was um it was in a hallmark movie honestly oh my god you gotta <laughs> and love i <laughs> i love the hallmark christmas movies Same. um traditions but it was uh you expect the dumb cheesy stuff right yeah. and then all of a sudden the person they lost they, lo- they that line oh. there's this line and it was grief is just love with nowhere to go and you're like screw you hallmark <laughs> i didn't ask for this <laughs> i was just broke dude i I broke down and i was like that is the most perfect definition of grief it's just love with nowhere to go it's just it resides in you and it becomes other forms and that's what's sad and i think i think that grief can be this is something grief can be anything it could be the loss of your old self it could be the loss of something you used to do it could be literally the loss of your hearing the loss of your hearing we went through so much grief like there's that's such a good one i've never actually i'm gonna feel that one through therapy soon but (laughs) i'll like put this in my notes of what i need to talk about right but it's just everything some of these are actually prevalent in your life yeah when you think about it like we did go through grief with our hearing a lot of yeah like look at the people around us who i went oh my god shay i went through probably my almost entire childhood like fighting to not wear my hearing aid really yeah because i was like "Uh uh-uh i hate this i just want to be normal wow i don't i don't want this and i was like no i'm not wearing them and i would leave with them in get to school put them in my pocket oh no just shove those you know yeah three thousand these little machines in my pocket go outside (laughs) run around on the playground you know six grand in my pocket but i'm like it's fine it was good (laughs) My parents were pissed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I did that up until high school. Wow. Yeah. And then even high school, I don't know if you remember, I never wore my I hair I didn't up. even know you had hearing aids. I never wore my hair up. Yeah. Never, ever. I never had it up. Wow. I spent hours and hours straightening my hair in the mornings, 
Wow. You know, if, if my hair was a little too greasy and I would have wanted to put it in a ponytail, I would shower before I left. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like it was nuts. And then literally it became a part of my personality. Wow. Because even to this day, I cannot be on time. I cannot. And it sounds funny, but it actually comes from trauma. Trauma response. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now it's something that like I enjoy in a weird way. Because I enjoy spending that time on myself and, you know, doing mm. my hair and doing my makeup and, you know, not being in a rush to be in a place at a certain time. And, like, it takes the stress away. Because, like, you know what? Bitch, if I'm late, I'm late. Yeah. And I do respect other people's time. I really do. Yeah. And I give them my all when I'm with them. But, you know, like, mm-hmm. sometimes putting myself first means I'm not going to be on time. As crazy as that sounds. I can relate. Right? Yeah. I know. I really like that you've changed the meaning to that gap of time to yourself. Before yeah. that meaning was stress, anxiety, Hiding like fear things, of secrecy, trauma. Like, yep. And then now you filled that with me time. This yeah. is healthy. And you don't have to be on time all the time. Really? I, I know it's different with like work and professional stuff, but it's mm-hmm. even yeah, with friends, absolutely. like when people know you, that's the thing is like we've talked chelsea and i talked about this before but like when you do have like people who actually know and love you they're like okay she might be a little late yeah, like right? she might be late or oh she might God, be today. early yeah we today were both late. we were both late but we were like no big freaking deal no, we love each other it doesn't matter on, exactly. life goes on like when you yeah. have like you said when you have someone in your life that yeah. you love yeah or your even your whole circle yes when they have a clear understanding of who you are yeah you know what your needs are and yes <laughs> kind of what to expect totally, totally. right then, no one's perfect no and you know this is just our flaw and mm-hmm. i wouldn't even call it a flaw because we're a fucking party once we we're get there literally <laughs> the best time we are the center of attention <laughs> right. everywhere we go no. oh god okay oh we're gonna god. ask the third question yes um all right third question are you ready yep okay hmm. i'm excited for this answer okay what was the hardest lesson you had to learn and what would you say to someone who's going through that right now right now that's a really good one and you could split it obviously but yeah okay deep dive into both Mm -hmm. honestly i think the hardest lesson i had to learn was how to respect myself Ooh, it really was and because if you respect yourself Everything comes after. Damn. Your healing comes after your everything. Friendships, relationships. Literally, every single thing. You have to respect yourself. And I mean, I like had this like weird relationship in like just after high school. Yeah. And it was so insanely toxic. It like it was dragging me down. It was you know, dragging the other person down even more because I was allowing that to happen to me, Mm. making that person believe it was okay to treat people like this. And, you know, like I was fighting fire with fire at times. I had my own toxic part in it, but you know what? Like in the very beginning, I had family members and friends be like, this is toxic. This is really bad. Like you need to stop. They even said it. Yeah. They even said it. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's just making like you and I have talked about this, like making excuses for the person. Mm -hmm. And that's like your first red flag. (laughs) If you're making excuses for somebody, you really need to reevaluate what's happening. Like when you say this happened and it's a horrible situation and you're like, like, it's okay because like this. Yeah. But like, bitch, no, (laughs) 
it's not fucking okay. And that's where your self-respect comes in. Ooh. Like, if you respect yourself, no chance in hell is anyone going to treat you like that. No chance in hell is anyone going to walk over you. No chance in hell are you going to be shoved into a corner and made to feel like you're two inches off the ground. Ooh. Like, fuck that. It's not, it's not fine. If you have self-respect, you see the red flags. You totally do. And you know what? As a teenager, I do believe that it's hard because you're learning and, you know, you're, you want to be away from your parents so quickly because you're like, I just want my independence and I'm in love. They don't know. I'm in love and blah, 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 blah. Or, or like, I have these dreams and I need to achieve them and this is how I'm going to get there. And you have this, like, I don't know, almost warped sense of how you're going to get somewhere. And your parents know and you're pissed off about it because you know they're right, but you don't yet understand (laughs) how they know. Yeah. So you're kind of like, you know what? No, I'm going to figure it out for myself. And if you're like me, you're a stubborn bitch. And I literally had to figure every single thing out on my own. Mm. And I chose that. That's totally my choice. And I'm glad I did. I got there. Yep. You know, like yep. I had my experiences. I got there. I have mm-hmm. stuff to tell my kids about. Yeah. Like, you know, I had my share of fucked up trauma. Yep. And I'm just happy that, you know, through all like that relationship I was talking about, I realized at one point. Um, like trigger warning for suicide but there was one point in that relationship that the person had I was going to you know I was going out to a movie with my parents Mm -hmm. and that person had literally said if you go I'll be dead when you get back and I was like excuse me yeah I'm not going to cheat on you I'm not going with some guy I'm not going with like like what do you think I'm doing my parents and my little brother want to see me because you have secluded me so far from everyone in my life that I want to go too. And I legitimately, like, I felt so compelled to just leave. I was like, I can't. If that's a decision you're going to make, I expect you to get help. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I expect you, and I knew at the time like little disclaimer I knew at the time that this person was saying that because they were narcissistic yeah I knew at the time that this person would not have done that and they were saying that to get me to stay a manipulation tactic absolutely because it was happening so frequently and that moment woke me up wow and I was like the disrespect oh like the absolute clear disrespect of making somebody feel that they could cause someone to take their own life that emotional abuse, like, that is very it's abusive. It's, it's so terrifying, terrible. too. And, you know, to this day, I've never forgotten that. But I've never forgotten it for good reason. Nice. Because I'm like, no, you taught me more with that comment than you ever could have mm. with anything else. Nice. You gave me more with that comment <laughs> than you thought. Like, that person yeah. thought they were taking away so much. And they wanted mm-hmm. that because they wanted them... Like, that person wanted to be my sole person. Yeah, that control. And I was control. like, no. Mm-hmm. You literally gave me so much with that comment because I left. <laughs> yeah. I fucking walked out. And I was like, goodbye. Yeah. That is not who I am. I respect myself more than that. And it was like this moment where it was like a God moment. You yeah. wake up and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. This is so dumb. Like, it's literally dumb. It's immature. It's toxic. It's abusive. Like, I'm yeah. done. Went to the movie with my parents, had a great time, heard not a word from this person the whole time. Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. because, you know, they want you to think and they want you to mm-hmm. wonder. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. For nice. the first time in, like, four years, I didn't. Wow. 
wow. I had a good time with my family. Got back to the house and I got an apology. <laughs> why did I get an apology? Because I left and they wanted to relay back in because that's what narcissists and abusers oh, do. That is so sad. Right? Yeah. And within weeks of that happening, I was completely out. Good I for moved you. back in with my parents for three months. I was like, see you later. I'm done. Yeah, like, see you never. I respect myself more than this. Oof. Right? And everything leading up to now has been, it feels like it's been a fight for my self-respect. Not even a fight. Just like discovering how mm. much I do respect myself. Mm, good and, one. And now it's not just like myself. It's like how much I respect myself as a mom to my kids. Like, I'm like, it's like being multiple people, you know? Like, it's it's like you're you're this person for yourself but you're also this person for your kids now you know wow. and and like your kids get this person 100% mm. you get this person 100% and the person you're with is happy with everything that they have oh and it's fucking amazing like, that's absolutely amazing oh. when you hit self respect you'll know like you know and i'm sure you felt it too when you hit that point of yeah. having self respect you just nothing else matters you're like i don't care what you say to me you don't respect me i'm leaving (laughs) like i don't care i'm i'm just chuckling because that is so true like you just when you have self-respect you all of a sudden just you don't double think stuff no you're not no yeah through the roof and you go however they respond is their responsibility i feel this way exactly exactly it's like what you and i were talking about like how it's definitely one of, I wouldn't call it like a toxic trait, but it's mm. something that was not healthy for either of us. Yeah. When we would talk to people and we would be such people pleasers mm. and have such low self-confidence totally. and low self-respect that like totally. we couldn't share our own opinion. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it would be, it would be like somebody saying, you know, I really like Jason Kenny, And I'd be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah. Even though I hate the guy. You know? <laughs> he's such a great person. Oh, uh. he's fantastic. I really love what he's done to our, I was going to say country. Thank God that's not the case. Yeah, but so what he's done God. to our province, I love it. And, you know, people who know yeah. me deeper look at me and they're like, what the yeah that's the thing right when people Mm -hmm. that was another thing that was shocking to me is Mm -hmm. when you're a people pleaser and then like people who do know how you really feel who understand you are watching this happen and they're like you were just saying to me how you feel yeah and then they're like but then to other like to the front of the person you don't want to agree with and you come off as two-faced but you're like no that's genuinely not what it is yeah i am so nervous to share my own opinion because i need I need to feel your acceptance and I need to feel like trust trust like because obviously it started from something lacking it obviously started from Mm -hmm. a disrespect in some way something where you had to agree you had to it's always a trauma response but I'm so proud of you like that's I'm proud of you we're so proud we love you we're so proud of each other for real the vibe the vibe they feel from this but that's the thing is like I'm so proud of you though because I you are now a whole person. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's what's incredible to see is you and are giving are not being yeah. in oh, different You're choosing now. Here. You're just yeah, you're just here and you're like to Carter yes. and Lincoln, yes. I'm gonna give you this. Yeah. And for your self respect, hey, I'm gonna give myself this. I also need like, this time and Yeah. You know, like even last night, I literally was like, you know, like I'm bored. I'm gonna do something and mm-hmm. I was just thinking Dylan was too tired he didn't mm-hmm. really want to go out and I was like 
all right, Lincoln, let's go. And like took him <laughs> out. We, we had like a snowball fight for an hour and a half. We went swimming for like a couple hours. And then we went to Boston Pizza. Dude. And the little thing snuggled me the whole dinner. Are you? I'm going to cry. And, right? And then we got home. He had the, oh my God, those claw machines, you know, where you like. I hate move. those things. Okay, never in my life have I ever won anything. No. Over. Last night. No. This little shit. He bumped into <laughs> like, the thing and then pressed the button. And I was like, no. And I like, I was like, we lost it. He got a fucking motorized boat out of it. No. Yes. And I was like, how is that possible? How did you? A two-year-old <laughs> just wins something when I have not yeah. in all my almost 27 years. My whole life. <laughs> yeah, my whole life. Like, I'm confused. He's like, Mom, it's this easy. Literally. And I was like, sweet. Okay, well, we spent $4 on a motorized boat that probably would have been like 60 So, awesome. So, this I'm is okay great. This. Proud Literally, of you. <laughs> right? And then, yeah, we went home. We, he had a bath with his little boat. Oh, my God. I know, right? He got the chlorine off of him. He got a fresh new bed made up. <laughs> Like, literally, he has the best daddy. He, like, before we'd even gotten home, had his bath run for him. Shut he up. He had his bed stripped so Dude. that I could make it. Because he knows I love making his bed. I Dude. will make my own bed. Don't worry. But I'll make my chocolate yeah. <laughs> So, he, oh my God. he does so much yeah. for me and for our boys. And you know what? Like, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Partner. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, yes, he goes to work and he works full time. He works insane hours. Amazing. But you know what? He comes home and he's still a parent. He's, he's still there. a partner. I don't have the sole responsibility of cleaning everything. I don't have the sole responsibility of doing all the laundry. He does the things I hate. I do the things he hates. Mm-hmm. We just have, we're so good as a unit. Nice. And, you know, like, he's a father. He's a genuine father. He loves his kids. He loves being around them. He treats me with respect around them. And that's the thing. When you respect yourself, Ooh. that's what you get. You get that. Ooh. And I'm not in any way saying that I am better than anyone. I'm just saying, like, respect yourself and yeah. things change. A hundred percent. That's all it is. A hundred percent. Right? Like, the, it, it's so simply said and obviously harder to do. But once you yeah. do, it's, it's like, like a world it's, of it, that's it. No. There's no, you don't go back. You, you don't. don't. It's like you, you are just no so firm. To go back. No, you have none. And you see those red flags. Oh and my run god! The other way. You You're see like, them so no. fast. Like you Chelsea do. and I were saying, like the other, yeah, when we had mm-hmm. that uh, talk reunion. Yeah. We were like, you know, before we'd see a flag and be like, what color? Is what it? color is that flag? Yeah. Though? Is it green <laughs> red or is it like yeah. orange? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I think it's green. I'm gonna go. Right. But and then when you have that self-respect, you're like. That is a solid green. That is a solid red. Decisions are but made. But the solid green that we see now yeah. used to be red. Oh, yeah, that's so and true. And the red used to be green. Like, yeah. it switches. Just, and yeah. it's messed up. That's such a, yeah. It, right? You, just, you don't see it at all. It's like seeing through different eyes. It totally is. And it's like being yeah. a whole different person. Completely different person. Because, I mean, person. even now, like, what we were talking about with Lincoln's preschool. Yeah. Like, I yeah. was like, I cannot put him into a regular preschool where he will be forced to sit down and learn this, this, and this at certain times. You know, you you stand up mm-hmm. in the middle of class to go to the bathroom, something that's a normal human thing, <laughs> yeah. and everyone looks at you and they're like, it's not time to go to the bathroom right now. And it's like, why? Why? I need to why pee. Why is our society like that? Why yeah. can't he go pee? Like, Aww. I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's not hurting anyone. He's not hurting himself. The autonomy is taken away. Us. Exactly. It totally mm-hmm. is. And it's a control thing, and I don't like it. 
Good for you. I refuse. And especially as somebody who has ADHD, I'm mm-hmm. like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put him through that, whether he has it or not. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think he has ADHD, but, yep. you know, either way, it's not yep. okay. And it's, it's not fair. <sighs> right? And, like, having this preschool, like, actually allow him to flourish mm. as a like as the learner that he is not just decide what kind of learner he is oh oh you know what i mean oh. like like i'm a very hands-on learner i like doing things hands-on i'm yeah. always fidgeting i'm always moving yeah. like i i just love it i don't learn from books and he's the same way you can totally see it and it's not fair mm. to sit these kids down but also say you know teachers have to adjust how they teach for each child but they don't no, they never do. They no, never do. because the way the system is, it's too much work. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, and it's not it's not fair on the teachers either. Mm-mm. So, like, I'm so happy that all these different schools are coming out. Because, yeah. And it goes right back to self-respect, because when he's learning how he learns, and he's Ooh. developing, you know, his own comforts, his own dislikes, yeah. that being made for him, <sighs> he will learn to respect himself more, because he's yeah. able to assert himself. Right? Like, no, I don't want to do this activity right now. I want to do this one. And the teachers were like, okay, go ahead. And it's like, what a fucking concept. (laughs) What a concept. We're actually allowing these kids to have self-confidence and self-respect. Amazing. Amazing. I'm just, I'm blown away by it. Amazing. It's fantastic. If any of you moms out there (laughs) are thinking about preschool, I highly recommend looking into Montessori. And hit her up and ask her questions. Do it, because I have read books, I have watched shows, I am like, I'm all in with this stuff. Unreal. Like, I just, I want what's best for them, and I don't Mm -hmm. want them to grow up having the trauma that we had, and then Mm -hmm. not knowing what the fuck to do with it. And being like, why do I have no respect for myself? Right? Yeah. And and not even at the time realizing that it's not self-respect. Yeah. Just just going, oh, I'm a shitty person. Uh, I can't do what I want. Right? I can't do what I feel. I can't say what I want. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I learned, too, like, in that whole respect of not being able to, like, tell your opinion, like, Mm. sometimes I just don't share. Because I'm like, yeah. sometimes there there are times and this places. This is gonna be an argument. Like we both have people in our lives where we're like, yep. we can't, mm-hmm. we see, we hear, we don't agree, but we can't say anything. Because exactly. there's a time and a place. And some yeah. people are never the yeah. time and the place. Oh, that's so true. Oh, it's, right? Yeah. Sometimes Ever. it's a person, and you just, you can't. I know. You can't cross that line. Yeah. You can't. And and if you do, it's just causing yourself so much. And then distress. that's that's the thing is sometimes like. I think all the time, speak your truth. But like we yes. said, when it is someone that you just can't and you, you shouldn't, know is going to not accept it. Why would you put yourself? It's in it's self inflicting. And honestly, at the end, I had to learn that and be like, am I doing this to try to prove a point, yep. or am I doing like I'm actually and hurting to myself? Prove a point to someone who doesn't yeah. want to see your they point. They won't. That's like toxic on your part. Oh, it is. It, it is. Totally you is. know that. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. But you're still like, no, I'm gonna fight for a different outcome, and you know it's never gonna happen. No. And it's like, why? You're causing this person to be upset. You're upset. You're putting strain on your relationship, and you're going home pissed off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just silent. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I'll bring Steph places where that happens, yeah. and Steph just talks and talks. I'm like, yeah. Right, he just goes. He you. talks about like his life and his job, and I'm like, this is like the do best you thing. Do have like side conversations? Yeah. Where I'll be like, I don't want to talk to this person. Can yeah. you please just be like 
just talk. The person, be the person. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he makes sure that he, he doesn't leave me alone with that person. Yeah. He doesn't like let that person, you know, like start a, a deep conversation. Bring up something. He knows mm-hmm. I have, that's one thing I still struggle with. I have a hard yeah. time pulling away from people I don't want to talk to. Mm, yeah. Like it's that people pleasing stuff True. again, you know, like I'll sit there and I'll be like, like I'll, I'll listen to them talk and talk mm-hmm. and like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. Totally, I agree with you. And yeah. he's like, you can walk away. That's such a hard concept it's when you've so had trauma. Hard, I know. You're like, no, I can't. You're, I'm like, I can't. That's so yeah. rude. I'm frozen. I can't walk away. I am stuck here yeah. until they decide this conversation's over. Yes. It's, it's totally a thing I do with people I'm not comfortable with. I don't walk away. Yeah. And, you know, like, especially when I'm not comfortable, I, I don't say much either. Mm, same. I, I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have such a hard time with men. Oh. That's my problem. I think that's a societal thing for women, because unfortunately. Women understand. Yeah. They understand when you're done, you're yeah. done. They read things yes. so clear because they have to. Yeah, I know. My yeah. brother the other night, we were walking and we we came across this guy that was like really sketchy. Ooh. It was it was pretty late too. And okay. You know, we had the dog and I mean he's not really a good defense. He's like a fucking retriever who will like, lick you to death. I Yay, guess. person! Right? I'm like sick of Scout, and he's like, I'll give you kisses. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm pretty screwed then. Yeah. So yeah, we're walking and we see the sketchy guy, and I'm like, out the corner of my eye, this totally shows you how messed up society is. Yeah. I my brother's 19, so seven year age difference, mm-hmm. and. We, we get along great. We're at each other's throats all the time, yep. but it's, like, it's, like, fun. Sibling is sibling. It's, yeah, it's, like, sibling rivalry all the time, and I love it. Like, we both I thrive for, for this. And yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're walking, and out the corner, of my, we're crossing a street. Out the corner of my eye, I see this guy, and he's staring at us, and he's got this creepy you could feel it. smile. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I look mm-hmm. back, and I looked at him, and then we get about halfway through the street, and he's still staring, and I was, like, hi. And he was, like, hey. And then he turned around. Oh. And my brother was like, why didn't you just keep walking? Oh my God, because I can't. I'm a woman. (laughs) I was like, because you know what? He kept looking. He legitimately kept looking. Purposely. And what was going through his mind in that moment, I don't know, but I didn't like it. You could feel. I could feel something wasn't right with what he was thinking and how he was asserting himself from That dominance and stare. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. he felt like he was so confident and so worth it in making you uncomfortable to, yeah, exactly and i'm like no that's not gonna happen good for you so my brother got like confused and he was like well why did you have to say hi he, he already saw us looking at it like he knew we were there and i'm like okay but you know what i'm not gonna be that girl that walks across the street looks at him looks away uncomfortable and stays silent if i say hello to him he knows that I'm confident enough to stick up for myself. Nice. That lowers the chance of him coming towards us at all. Yeah. And he was like, well, you don't know that he was going to do that. And I'm like, you don't either. You just don't know. So That's you have thing. to assert that confidence in right? yourself. Yeah. And my brother's always talking about like my tone of voice and like the fluctuations I have. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But I do it for good reason. To protect yourself. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. as a woman, you have to. All the time. And that's again, it's just self-respect. Yeah, that's it's self-respect. It's not sitting down. It's not yeah. sitting down and going, yeah, yeah, yeah tell me more. Day, you know, tell me more. And, like, mm-hmm. and Be I have nice. to like, do this little pip squeak. Oh. And like, you know, like you don't have any... Backbone. Yeah, I completely agree. I come. I'm learning to be more assertive because I had like 
yeah, I had men in my life before who I was actually scared of. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't. Like, I genuinely, as a child, grew up with these people. And so yeah. I couldn't be assertive or have a voice or leave a situation. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of very bad situations. Yep. So it was... I'm still learning that. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still like, okay, I don't give a shit what your gender is. If yes. I feel uncomfortable, I have to say something. You do. You and it's just, do. that's something I'm still learning. But I I always, like, whenever I do a decision mm-hmm. or I think on how I feel or how I act, I always think about my future kids. And it's funny, I'm not hey, a mom yet. I was but just going to say. All like, the time. Oh, all the time. I'm like, what would my, like, if my child was beside me right now, would what would what I do? Learning? Yeah, what are they watching? Mm-hmm. How are they learning to handle situations? Right? Exactly. Like, yeah, I love that. Because sometimes Dylan and I will have a conversation and I'll look at the back seat and Lincoln is like staring And at yeah, us. kids are and they all the time. everything. They're what? They're right? learning. But you know what's refreshing? To know that that conversation he just mm. listened to was a healthy one. That's the best part to yeah. not even realize yeah. your child is watching. Oh, yeah. And to know you had a healthy conversation oh, is like. I just had goosebumps. Fuck yeah, I just reached like level 100 of yeah. <laughs> <blessing>. Like, no! <laughs> my child's gonna come out healthy as yeah. fuck. <laughs> that's my only goal is to yeah. have them come out healthy. Yes. That's it. And create your beginning in that new generational yes. pattern. Yes. I love it. Okay, um, so mm-hmm. what would you say to someone struggling with self respect? Honestly, I would say do more things for yourself. Mm. Make more decisions. Give yourself a bath mm. every night. Yeah. Have, throw some Epsom salts in. Yeah. Go buy some like cool little trinkets that make you happy. Go wander downtown for a while and look at cool stores. Like look at the architecture. Look at you know the river. Look at things and decide what makes you happy. And find things that fuel your soul and just really like. Just focus on yourself. Mm, yes. Don't worry about what's going to make someone else happy. Yes. Don't worry about, you know, if something's going to make someone angry. Yes. If you're making people uncomfortable with your choices because <laughs> they're healthy, you're doing something right. Oh! Like, you really are. Just focus on yourself. And honestly, that self-care mm-hmm. and that me time is everything. Everything. Like, like turn down your friends say yeah. no like i need yeah. a night to myself i yeah. i need this like a certain needs yeah and also if they love you and they care about you they want you to right? make these decisions do they things do. for yourself they want you to do that and to they be won't that. be pissed at you for not going to a yeah. party or a bar with them yeah or whatever the hell it is because you're more important mm. like you have to realize that you have to realize that you're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You were literally brought to earth for a fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, for and real. And if you're going to live your whole life not respecting that mm-hmm. that even happened, it's going to be a waste. It is. You have to just be happy and do things that fuel you. That's yeah. it. And like do the hard work. Yes. Have oh that God, self-respect. Yes. And you know what? Yeah. The hard work is not as scary once it's you're not. Like even halfway through. You know what the hard work is? Ignoring it. Yeah. The hard, the actual hard work is being ignorant, avoidant, and not yep. not listening to yourself not and being, actually getting the help. Not being involved also. Like, having yeah. healthy boundaries. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, like, that's a whole... Yeah. We go on for that, hours about <sighs> healthy boundaries. Yeah. It's so... That's one of the biggest things of self-respect, actually. Like, having those boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Saying mm-hmm. no, even when it's uncomfortable sometimes yes. for you. It's, it's going to help you to have more confidence if you yeah. are like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It totally will. And yeah. And you know what the best part about boundaries, too, is... 
you start to bring like gravitate to other people yes. with boundaries. Oh my god. So they understand. They get yeah. upset. They, you yes. know what? If you have to end a 10, 15 year friendship because someone is not respecting you, I promise you'll be so much happier. It's so worth it. So I've done that so it. many times. Because you know what? That person brought you through mm-hmm. 15 years of your life. Yep. Look at everything they taught you. Mm-hmm. And you take away from that good memories, bad memories, mm-hmm. lessons, whatever. And it's time to move on. Not move forward. meant to be forever. That's so true. And yeah, like shit, 10 years. <laughs> 10 years we did not see each other. Yeah. And it's just, like, the best now. Like, it feels like it totally is the right timing. 100%. Because we had to let go of the people to whatever, for whatever reasons, to finally have these healthy relationships. Yeah. Yeah. When you let go of unhealthy, you're saying yes to healthy. So Mm -hmm. what are you saying yes yes to? Oh, my God. Right? Right? Like, what are you saying yes to? Yeah. Um, yeah. We... We would love to talk forever and Ever, we'll literally. definitely do more podcasts. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that is going to just end our conversation. We do have three closing questions that are super quick. Okay. So we'll just like skyrocket through them. Okay. Amazing. All right. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for my family and mm. my friends. Mm. 100%. And just yeah. the fact that we can breathe. Yeah. We can all just breathe and be happy mm-hmm. and you know there's so much shit going on in the world so yeah it's just it's nice to be here it yeah. definitely is but what are you grateful yeah. for oh my god you <laughs> you bitch you, you bitch <laughs> i i 100 you i'm grateful for the fact that we made this happen because we are too. both very spontaneous people Forever. and it's such that's the other thing why this friendship is so healthy because we're like, do you need to cancel? Yeah, okay, cool. Literally. That's fine. That's we, okay. How many times did we cancel on each other? So many times. Like 13 times yep. before we finally got here, but it's yep. not unhealthy. It's like, hey, I, it's honest. It's like, yeah. I'm genuinely not feeling it today. Can yeah. we just like postpone again? And it's mm-hmm. like, yes, as long as we're not lying to each other yeah. or making stupid excuses, mm-hmm. we're just being straight up. It's and like, that's good. That's healthy. Totally respect. <laughs> I know. Yeah. God damn. Oh, and... <laughs> Yeah, so grateful. And the same things. Like, I genuinely am also grateful that we are just where we are in Canada. We're safe. Right. We're happy. We're healthy. Uh-huh. Awesome. Very privileged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next one is, what was your highlight of the conversation? Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, talking about certain things openly. Mm. You know, not just not just giving it to a couple of people. Like, actually yeah. speaking. And I love helping people. And I love... I know I just love being there for people mm-hmm. that need it and I feel like a lot of the things we said some people really need to hear 100%. regardless of 